Yes, Father God, we do see that. We're very aware of that. We thank you, Lord, that you are God and you are good and you are in control of all things. And ultimately, Lord God, you get the final word on everything. So we praise you and thank you for your justice and your righteousness, which are the foundation of your throne. I thank you, Lord, for sustaining, protecting, encouraging, lifting up your people today, that they will not be drifting away or lost or sucked down into the swill of evil, Father, but that you'd raise us up, Lord, to walk in righteousness and truth. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. We praise God for the resurrection because it is in the resurrection we have salvation and eternal life. We thank you, Jesus, for giving us power over all the power of the enemy. You said nothing shall by any means, by any means, hurt you. So as we walk in your obedience and in truth to your uh, word, Father, we thank you for that divine protection. We thank you that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We bind the powers of darkness that have come against us and our families. Those who work for us, pray for us, and love us are covered with the shields of God, the word of God, the promises of God, and the goodness of God. And we pray that same prayer for the remnant of believers, all of those who are lost and confused, also bound in and broken down in these foundations, that they would be found and, and set on solid, the solid rock, Christ Jesus. We thank you now, Lord God, for giving us wisdom. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to receive the revelation of your love and truth. And Lord God, I pray that um, these words would bring life and not death. They'd bring encouragement and hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, okay. We're, we're talking about a subject today called the foundations. Yeah, the foundations. And... Um, We'll start out with Psalm 11, verses 1 through 3. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. Mm. And then verse 3. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? powerful and profound question. In Psalm 82, we have the same kind of thing, uh, verses 2 through 5. How long will you judge unjustly? He's talk, God is talking to the congregation of the mighty. Uh, he says, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Deve- deliver those who are poor and needy. Free them from the hand of the wicked. For do you not know, nor, I'm sorry, they do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. All the foundations are unstable. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yeah, in the King James, that last verse you read there, it says all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. messed up. Nothing's they're, slowing they're, together. They're broken, yes. Yeah, everything's disconnected, disrupted. That's true, really. I mean, when you look at what we're looking at out there, in the world, in our physical bodies, we're looking at uh, the crashing and the crushing and the destruction and the ruin and the rubble of many foundations. And we were kind of looking at that the other day to see just where this all goes. Um, well, let's talk about the definition of a foundation That's first. a good place yeah, to yeah, start. Foundation. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the foundation, it's, it's that part of a structural system 
mm-hmm. in, in, in construction now, in a building, that supports and anchors the superstructure, that's what's up on top of a building, and transmits its load directly to the earth. And of course, the footing is the bottom part of a foundation. In other words, so it has to be, the building Solid. has to be solidly, and uh, distri- the weight of it has to be solidly distributed on the foundation, and, so and the to earth connect can bear it the with the mm-hmm. earth. So the mm-hmm. so yeah. So, so then actually, it's the earth that is bearing the weight. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if the foundation is put in correctly, and it says the foundations um, anchor, so they anchor it to the to the earth. And here's the deal: we're not anchored very well. And we were looking the other day at how this is affecting what this is affecting in the earth and on our lives. Yeah, what are some of the foundations of life mm-hmm. uh, for us here on earth and how have they been, uh, what are they and, and what are they, what, what's been destroyed? Yes, well, if everything rests on a foundation, and I was thinking too, there's multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision right now, not knowing whether they're going, where they're going, what's happening, if there is a heaven, all kinds of questions and, and things about, about that nature. Um, so what if the foundations are destroyed? Well, let's look at some of those foundations. For one, our food system, the basics, I mean, the foundations, the, the, these are the basic building blocks that we're for looking all, at yeah, for, all for of, life to be sustained. Yes, exactly. For so, life and our food systems. So we've got genetically modified food mm-hmm. that's really not food. Mm-hmm. Uh, use of profound, profuse use of toxic chemicals, and, yeah. super processed food and that's really not even food, mm-hmm. that's deliberately there to make money and basically it's destroying the health of, of uh-huh. the nation. And the water is not, is not uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't hydrate anymore. And the soils that we, we take the water from are poisoned as well as the place we plant our seeds. The, the soil is weak and um, unable to bring the nourishment, create the photosynthesis to keep the, to give the plants with the strength they need to pull the, the minerals out of the ground. Yeah, and so the farmers have to use more and more yeah. chemicals to, to sustain Another issue, crops. big issue, is the foundation of human identity itself. We, we know in the beginning God said, let us make them male and female. And so he created us very distinctly with different roles, different functions, but very distinctly in that category of male or female. And now we have this this tearing up of the identity, not knowing who you are, what you are, and where you're from, and where you're going, and all this gender identity confusion is deliberate, is very deliberate, and it's it's causing people to become suicidal and hopeless. Yeah, and there, you have over 70 to 80, maybe 100 different I, sexual identities that Who you can knows? have, that you can choose choose your identity. When God said, as you said, Marjorie, male and female, but that's you know, foundational. That 70 was many many months ago. Now we can be animals if we want. We can be furries. Furries but and stuff. This, yeah. is, this is not even funny, people. This is terrifying, actually, when people don't know that they're made in the image of God as human beings and they're destined for eternity, to spend eternity somewhere in either heaven or hell. Because there are only two kingdoms. There's not a third kingdom of me or my, or we just go into the ground and die. There's not a third option. Yeah, and woe unto you if you call me by the wrong pronoun. Well, this is part of the whole foundation's crumbling. And then we talk about um, 
the uh, morals, morale, the mor- morality and morals. But uh, lying is a cho- a totally acceptable, uh, socially acceptable. Killing of children, babies, innocents, murders, sacrificing children is totally permitted, legal, acceptable, encouraged. encouraged. And the thing is, it's shocking, actually, that we can do this. They, they did this all through the earth during the days of, of all the days. Offering pa- human sacrifices yeah, was, to their gods. Their gods. That was Baal very, so that was very yeah. common tra- tradition, actually. And yet we're supposed to be a civilized society, and we think nothing of doing the same thing. Um, our justice system is corrupted. Oh, there's, you know, if I've said this for years. If you get justice yeah, through a legal course. system now it's a fluke it's a miracle because it's a, it's, miracle. A, it's a miracle it's a fluke whatever you want to call it so because you, it's it's totally totally unjust the course is mm-hmm. politi- politicized according to basically well there's only one agenda here for, and that's the enemy's agenda uh, and that is to destroy the foundations destroy human mm-hmm. people morale morality um, and so people are floundering they're they're, they don't know where to go, what to do, how to pay their bills, how to stay married, how to you know educate their children. The educational system has also been totally taken over and corrupted. All of this is a, is a conspiracy, a deliberate plot to destroy the foundations. And this is nothing new. If you look in the Old Testament, you read it over and over, mm-hmm. chapter after chapter, kings of Israel and Judah constantly doing that which was right in the Lord's sight or doing that which was evil in the Lord's sight. And so what happens is as a result, the judgments come, the foundations are destroyed, the people are driven into captivity, um, plundered, the kings are assassinated. Uh, it's, it's all part of the demonic, diabolical uh, plot, attempt, strategy to kill, annihilate human beings because we are God's things on the earth. That, that's what God is all about. He's all about us. And if Satan can kill us, destroy us, discourage us, then Satan gets a, a victory in that area. Yeah, Isaiah nine sixteen for the leaders of this people cause them to err, mm-hmm. and those who are led by them are destroyed. So basically, mm-hmm. our, for the most part, mm-hmm. what we have in our political system is liars and tyrants. So what we're doing is we're actually not trying to discourage you with looking at the foundations. We're actually looking at the foundations and then asking the question, what can the righteous do? So we'll get to that part. So bear with us on this all this this downer, Debbie Downer stuff, because we're not going that way. But the gospel also has been corrupted. The foundation of the true gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the gospel of grace and good news, which took care of the law, justified us, uh, gave us gifts from heaven, uh, life, power, authority, has been uh, uh, confiscated, overtaken by the corrupt counterfeit church. The counterfeit church, which is what we think of as the church these days, is not a church. It's a corporation. It's an institution. It's it's empires that are being built in the name of Jesus Christ that are not truly of God. And many of those are going to hear that, that say, what he says, uh, I do not know you. And they say, Lord, Lord, haven't we done many mighty things in your name? He says, I do not know you. So the gospel is... The fruit of the gospel will tell you which gospel you're listening to. Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. So if the fruit is peace, righteousness, love, joy, goodness, power, miracles, power. healing, yes. and deliverance, 
then you're in the right church, the right mm-hmm. gospel. But if you got nothing but, you know, a sappy Sunday morning, good old boys Exciting club. Exciting and entertainment. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. So really seek God in that matter because you do need to have fellowship. We do need to have be part of the church. And there is a church called the Remnant, the Bride of Christ, which is being formed even as we speak. And yet we do not necessarily see it out in the open or see it where we would think to find it. Um, it's yeah. not there. And let's talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, Will Rogers says everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. But what that's happens not true now, anymore. that's not true anymore. <laughs> There's all kinds of manipulation. manipulation yeah. And then we have this mantra of climate change, which is just a, a hoax yeah. to, to bring help bring in the new world order. Well, but there is much, uh, uh, what can I say, uh, manipulation. Mm-hmm. Of, of the weather. We're looking at the foundations and, you know, even as we speak about these things, we pray the blood of Jesus over these words that they don't use them against us because we want to keep speaking and hearing and listening and sharing with you. Um, so another thing that's been lost is, you know, we have the corruption of the media. We're pretty familiar with that. The government pretty much aware of that. God said, Jesus said in, in the Matthew, Mark and Luke that, he, that everything that's been hidden is going to be exposed and revealed what's been is whispered in the bedrooms and we shouted on the housetops. It's all being exposed. Now the question is, and I believe this is for a purpose. I believe God is letting all of this fall down because a lot of this foundations that we have built were corrupt and unpleasing to God in the first place. And God is getting out his big Holy Ghost bulldozer and removing a lot of this stuff. So it's not all that bad to see it found the foundations crumble because they were, but we have to be actually honest about the fact that these things that we put in place in various institutions, whatnot, do not work and we're um, against the morals and the the truth of God's word. When you think of the word, the word of God, the Bible is the foundation, really is to be the foundation of all society. Right. The Bible. His word. And and, and if, if if that's not the foundation of a church, uh, or it's a not family. the foundation of a family or a society or, society or mm-hmm. a nation, mm-hmm. then you have a, a faulty foundation. Faulty foundation. Yeah. Or you have no Building foundation. Building on the sand. Jesus talked about that too. Building on the sand or the, on the, or the rock. And those that build on the sand, because it's easier, you can just start building right away. You don't have to do any digging, planning, you know, backbreaking, kind of, you know, laying a foundation. You can get that structure up, but it won't stand in the when the wind and the tempest comes. So that's another reason we need to have a good foundation. Um, the the common sense is also gone. It's not like you can even reason with people logically or uh, anymore about you know sensible things because there's there's you, there's a breakdown. They can't go that far. You, you you start disagreeing with them in the first sentence, and they're calling you names because they don't have anything else to say, and their minds are gone. They have no way to think logically or or even um, consider things, the outcomes of things, or uh, how things might turn out so that you know uh, devices tv media do our yeah. thinking for us mm-hmm. and then Absolutely. we just accept Programmed. that ra- ra- and rather than saying just wait a minute you know what is the truth of what's going on here and um so common sense is very rare and it's and, and then yeah. let's talk about how about the family yeah you know the family that's it's both you know fathers mothers children okay mm-hmm. and then you have grandparents and all the aunts uncles and all that that nuclear family, and I would say has been redefined. Too, has been redefined. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever is 
whatever you want to put together. Whatever grouping you want to put together. Yeah, that's a, is that's, your family. That's a family. Yeah. But the Lord ordered it. An order. Know, mm-hmm. Man, a woman, and children, right? And, and another thing, too, is let me say this the patriarchal family, mm-hmm. where the father is the leader, mm-hmm. not the dictator, he's the leader. And, and the thing is, too, the fatherlessness. Of the children. Uh, where are the fathers as far as leading the children in righteousness and godliness? <clears throat> they have been driven things. away by addictions and by corruptions and by financial constraints, and they've been sucked in by immoral uh, relationships, by um, the immoral woman kind of thing, witchcraft. The fathers have been seduced and, and pulled away from the door where they were to guard the family and keep them safe. So the mothers take over and the mothers then become exhausted and angry and frustrated and upset and overwhelmed and overworked and depressed. And, and so then the children go fin for themselves, raise themselves, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, actually the TVs and the, the phone and the Internet raise the children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all full of lies. And so we have a lot of uh, error and dysfunction because we don't have functional families. So these are all external kind of things. Now let's look at some of the internal dysfunctioning or the foundations in the internal, in our, in our own being that are being um, destroyed we have the inability to hear, to understand, to speak, to communicate. Uh, I think part of that's a big part. Of that's the deaf and dumb spirit that's coming after us to try and um, make things uh, worse in our lives, make things um, we, so we can't comprehend what's going on. We don't know what's said. We have a hard time responding. We can't articulate what we're thinking because the deaf spirit means I can't hear, can't take in information. The dumb spirit says I can't process that, that information. And the mute spirit says I can't speak. And so you have the, the lack of true intros, introspection, introspection, con- conversation, even within yourself to see and understand and examine what's going on. The short attention spans, attention spans for children and for adults is become shorter and shorter. So if you got to say something, you got to say it quick, you got to say it fast, and you don't know if they're going to catch it anyway. Right, because so, they can only pay attention for less than 30 seconds, actually. Yeah. That's why we have all these um, Instagrams and TikToks and all this other stuff. And you can't really present a concept uh, or understand within you know 30 seconds. It's sometimes you need to understand... Uh, uh, the instruction takes longer than thirty seconds, but well, thirty seconds is almost too long now. It's as, a as, as, of, as 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 if we're so busy doing what, doing what, entertaining ourselves, running away, escaping, trying to um, find the next fix or whatever it is. So our comprehension of the truth is impo- is is lost. Um, and then on the other side of that same coin, we're so over medicated with drugs that our our whole our brains are are systems in our body, our liver, everything is toxic, toxified, and we cannot, you know, all we're trying to do is maintain a stable feeling of some sense of, of uh, good feeling, whatever it be, and we can't even maintain that with our drugs and our, our supports. And many times, if you, if you go to the doctor and if you, you're not on any kind of medications, they're just, they're, they're shocked. shocked at that. It's like, how can this be? Because, because most of the American people are on some sort of medication. On, so think yeah. about that, Jerry. Mm. If they're on medications and everything gets cut off and they don't get their their Prozac and their ad, or whatever it is. Their, Adderall. Uh, yeah. If they don't get it, 
what's going to happen to them. What do they turn into? What happens to them? Because they're not, they're not being, they're being uh, falsely sustained. Falsely sustained by, yeah. by uh, basically sorcery is what the Bible and, and calls it. Pharma, yeah. pharmakia. So if you're, and in, 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 we're just not trying to d- discourage you again. Hang in there, folks. Yeah, we're getting to the <laughs> end of our list, although we've made it kind of short and sweet, I guess. Not sweet. Um, so our bodies are, are being poisoned. Even the, the things they tell you are nutritious and they put all the ingredients in it. They usually slip in one or two things that neutralize the goodness and make our bodies uh, crave and uh, feel weak and irritated. And if you don't give your body, and God, by the way, that was the very first commandment. He says, eat the food, eat the, the, the things I give you, eat the, the fruit with the seed in it and eat the herbs. And later on, he gave them meat to eat. But in the beginning, you know, God says, here's how you maintain this machine. It's just like an owner's manual. Here's what you have to put in your lawnmower. You can't do this. You got to do that. You got to mix the gas with the oil, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's very careful, usually, to pay attention to what that lawnmower needs, but not our bodies. It's just slam it in. Don't feed it. Feed it what you got. Grab something. Let's go. People are not willing to take the time or pay the price to get the good food. And basically, nowadays, all you can do is raise your own to get what you really need. Sometimes there's organic around, and maybe it's organic, and maybe it's not. Yeah, and then what about s- screen time? You know, how much screen time? It's like it's your, very, phone, your phone will tell you how much screen time you've had and stuff. But how many, yeah. how many hours a day yeah. are we on our screens? Well, it's I it's mean, like a god. It's like a it's a distra- It's it's like another drug. Mm-hmm. Really, it keeps. And I I actually get irritated if I see us spending too much time mm-hmm. on the, f- on well, I have to do a lot of phoning and that's fine, but um, that's not screen time actually. But if we see, you know, Facebook and all these other things, yes, if you're communicating, you're encouraging people, sending a word through there, that, sending yeah. a message through message, that's fine. But just, just s- scrolling mindlessly through this or that or whatever, it, 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 cut, it cre- uh, catches your fancy. You are actually wasting your life you're wasting your time when you could be spending that time. God's going to say, what did you do with your life? Well, well I, I was on the internet. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, and what did it accomplish for you? Well, it really is, dulls people down. Right, yeah, it dumbs them down. Right. And you know, what, what you can do is, is it's important. I mean, you'll be able to do a, research something. You can do that. Right. You have it at your fingertips. Or there's also a lot of evil you can have right at your fingertips. And then there's... Mm-hmm. It just you know excuses you, too. You, you you go to one thing and then oh here's a corollary to this and then you can go this way this way and this way and pretty soon you've been hours there and this y- takes some self control really. and some discipline to get off of there and I would encourage you I know we've just come through winter and we've had a lot of sitting down at the screen but let's not do that anymore May, you know it's just like overeating it's just like using drugs it's just like. Uh, you know, uh, uh, entertaining a demon of rage or lust inside of you. It's a, it's a demon we're actually entertaining. I believe inside people there are more specific demonic activities and demonic activities going on in our lives than we actually realize because it all looks so normal. It looks so okay. It looks so everybody's doing it. And so we, we don't challenge ourselves. I challenge you to get off of your computers if you can. Get off of, you know, sitting at night when you're tired. Don't do that anymore. Get up, read your Bible, go to bed a half an hour early, and you'll wake up a lot more bright and shiny than if you drag yourself to bed at 1130 at night because you spent the last hour and a half doing nothing. 
on your screen. You can see how I get upset about this because it's such, I hate wasting time. I hate people, I don't hate people, but I hate the idea that Satan is deceiving us, taking our precious time. That's another foundation that's being destroyed. You could be interceding. You could be praying. You could be reading your Bible. You could be encouraging somebody. You could be reading a book. You could be you know, making yourself a good, healthy supper. You could be doing so many other things. You could be going picking up sticks on the lawn. You could be doing something that's such much better for you than sitting in front of that computer. Okay, does everybody know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Did yeah, I oversay it? I think we understand <laughs> okay, that. You got that now, people? Yeah, <laughs> another thing, too, is that there's a lack it, it, within us of confidence I mean, it's not. We're not talking about arrogance. We're talking about confidence in God, in who we are, and mm-hmm. in who we are, in and, God, and yeah. what He is in uh-huh. the Lord, and what He has called us to do, what He's called us to say, and but so many times we're more motivated by the fear of man yes. than the fear of God. Mm-hmm. What will they think? What will people think of me? What you know, we get bent out of shape because someone expresses some opinion about us or doesn't like what we're doing and stuff and Mm -hmm. we get all intimidated and we're there you know fear of man Mm -hmm. brings a snare and says in proverbs but he who trusts in the lord shall be safe so fear of man is just it's all it does how much Mm -hmm. of that is uh, a a motivation in our lives what will they think we want to please them we want to make sure that you know, we don't cross Offend. their grain or oh, something like that, yeah. you know? But, you know, that it, it, the fear of man actually provokes more trouble because people disrespect you. They see you're a coward. They see you're an easy takedown, yeah. and they don't respect you. And even people who get into con- controversy, for example, stand their ground, take a stand on whatever it is, they're more respected and admired even though they're attacked but God wants his people nowadays to stand up for what is right. Yeah, I've heard this years ago as a, as a, you know, I've been a pastor for a long time, but some have said that, well, with the people in, your, in the congregation where you're pastoring, uh, a third of them will like you no matter what you do. A third of them won't like you no matter what you do. And a third of them could go either way. That's the same with when you asked, used to ask the question, is it too hot in here? Is it too cold in here? A third, a third, a third. Yeah, yeah right. So you don't even bother yep, asking yep. the question. So, and, but, you know, and again, with that Minnesota nice, we have that whole spirit here of trying to, we're quiet. We don't say anything. We don't expose our real uh, opinion or whatever it would be because we might get in trouble. But inside, we're judging them. We're upset. We're upset mm-hmm. with ourselves. I just say, spit it out, get it out, be be tactful, be gracious, be wise, but don't be afraid to say what you need to say. If we don't stand up really pretty quickly for what we believe, how will we prove it to God that we actually even believed it? Minnesota nice is not nice. Minnesota nice is, is look what's happening to Minnesota. If you're listening in uh, in other states, you know, if you don't know what Minnesota nice is, it's just kind of a superficial it's a way. Uh, it's, it's kind of a fake thing of not not saying what you really not, think. And, not rocking and the trying boat. to be nice, but you're really not nice because in your heart you're, you're mm-hmm. condemning somebody. That's kind of how it works. Another thing that's a foundation that's being destroyed is technology. We talked about it earlier and what it's doing to our 
our own bodies, our, our vibrations and frequencies, I believe it really dumbs down our brains. Deaf spirits dumb down your, your brain, your functioning, and that's what people are getting slow and full of Alzheimer's and stuff because their brain isn't being stimulated because they're not hearing, they're not hearing the word of God, and they're not being able to communicate or connect with their environments. And so technology is destroying also human relationships. My, I, the time I could be spending with my, my loved ones, my family, I'm spending on my phone. And how many kids sit in the midst of their family gatherings on their phone and yeah. just they're, they're in another world. And they're, what are they doing? The people that they're talking and texting and sending pictures to and whatnot, those people aren't even there. They're maybe somewhere out there. But, but there's, a, there's a longing to connect. And here you have people sitting right in your own house that you don't even notice while you're busy out there trying to find something. Right, right. You, you're connected through the World Wide Web and the, the Internet web. and the Web the nets and the Internet. And webs you're of connected Satan. and all that. But mm-hmm. then you, you don't really know how to t- talk to one another or really hear what one another is saying. So Another thing that Paul really mm-hmm. nailed in, Revel, in Romans chapter 11 was the spirit of stupor. It says when, when, the, when they uh, mixed the, the gospel, the gospel of grace and good news, with works and law and legalism, God sent a stupor on them. You say, well, why did God do that? Well, God was permitting it because we had asked for it because Satan says, that, ah, they're listening to me. I get to do this. I get to put this spirit of stupor on them. So what has happened is that um, when they refuse the love of the truth, a delusion comes and it says, this is that's in Second Thessalonians. But in Romans, it says, just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor eyes that they should not see and ears that they should not hear to this very day. Um, and David said, Lest their ta- let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense to them, that their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. So mixing, messing up the gospel of Jesus Christ, adding other things, making it pleasant and nice and taking away the idea of we have to die to ourselves, follow Jesus take up our cross, whatever all that looks like. And it does. It's he who seeks to save his life will lose it. It's really exchanging your worthless life. That's it's worth something. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, the way we're living it, we act like it's worthless for something real. But and real means like the life of God. If we don't, our table becomes a snare. That means we're going to be eating things that are poisonous and not good for us. We're going to be, um, it's going to become a stumbling block, a place of quarreling and a place of lying and deception and fighting in the family. Um, their eyes are going to be darkened. They won't be able to see. What if you can't see? What would your life be like if you could not see? And their backs are going to be weighed down, bowed down with depression. The loins will shake continually, it says in another cross-reference passage. The anxieties heighten. All of these things come because we have not walked in the counsel of God's word and God's truth in our relationships or in the church. So we cannot think freely. We cannot speak freely. We're bound. If this is happening to you, you want to ask the Lord, do I need some deliverance? Do I need to be delivered? If you have tried and tried to do what is right and said, Lord, and it doesn't work, um, you might want to look at the possibility of there being a demonic block there. Um, and, the, uh, you know, another thing that has really taken over, and we've kind of mentioned it already, is the devices are doing our thinking for us. We're programmed, um, and we don't even consider that um, a possibility. So the devices, the phones, the, all of these things are in our, in our way. 
And so um, if the foundations are destroyed, um, the, the Bible talks about that in, in uh, Acts 2.40. Um, it says... Um, Be saved from this perverse generation. Right, the perversion untoward wicked generation. So, so we're in this wicked and perverse crooked, generation, yeah. crooked generation in the midst of that. Now, here's... Here's the deal. Remember, in in um, the Old Testament, it talks about the men of Issachar that understood the times. Yeah, that's it. That they understood what was going on. Yep. Okay, so when you see part of understanding the times is looking at these foundations that have been destroyed. Mm -hmm. But then the second part of that is they understand the times. Why did they understand the times? To know what Israel ought to do right. to know what actions need to be taken in the midst of all this. And so here's what <laughs> we're, we're kind of laying out the destruction part now, but you know, it, mm -hmm. it's coming. We're coming it, to that. We're, we're, we're going to actually going to have a part two on this. There's a part two. So hang in there. Don't, this is a don't big get one. all depressed because yeah. we've got a, a part two. But coming. you can still, even with what you've heard already, make some intentional changes in your life by asking the Lord, forgiving, mm -hmm. confessing, forgiving, repenting, asking the Lord That's to forgive right. you for the way you've used your time. Ask the Lord to forgive you for if you're just ask, treating your life like a throwaway uh, paper plate that you can just, you know, whatever you want to do with it. It's nothing. It's no, not important. You, you dis, you know, forgive yourself for despising your life or wishing you weren't born or being mad at God for creating you or whatever it all is and begin to live this life because you have a destiny. You have a purpose. You have a, there is God puts you down here for a reason. And it was a good reason, a good purpose. He has a good end for you. He wants you to enjoy eternal life with him. And he wants you to fight the good fight of faith now to lay hold of eternal life. Um, because this isn't an easy place. This is a snake pit. God knew it would be a snake pit. That's why in the mess, midst of the crumbling ruins and rubble, he set the up the rock Christ Jesus in the midst of the snake pit so we can stand on the rock in the midst of this mess, and we're now no longer citizens of earth. We're, tr we're not trying to clean up this earth exactly. We're trying to bring forth the kingdom of God to heal the earth. Right, and it's, uh, you know, like when they, these earthquakes that have taken place in Turkey and Syria and so forth, they come in, first of all, uh, and just like w with any disaster where human beings are involved in great destruction, earthquakes, whatever you, tornadoes, hurricanes, the first part of it is rescue. Mm -hmm. They go for a rescue. We want to rescue everyone right, we can right. while we can. Time is ticking away. They're still alive. We've got to find them. Mm -hmm. And, and and otherwise they're going to be we're going to have to shift to recovery. Yeah. So sometimes people say, you know what, we have done everything we could to rescue those who are alive, uh, who may be alive, and we've rescued some of them. Thank God. But then the, the point comes where you just have to recover the bodies, right? And, a, and, you know, and then remove and, the rubble. And remove yeah, remove the rubble. One, two, three. You yeah. know. So we're in the I think we're in the place right now of rescue search and rescue, trying to find those who are yet um savable, if you will, that can be turned to Jesus Christ and not be lost. For there are still, like I said earlier, multitudes in the valley of decision. But the issue is what's the focus? Is it gonna be on the main problem of everybody on the earth, restoring the earth, fixing the earth? getting everybody in unity, getting everybody to do it. That is not going to happen. Not going to happen. Because people don't work together that way. But you can work with individual souls. That's the only way because it's one by one. We're, sa we're saved one at a time. 
Satan has his own world order, new world order that's supposed to bring out unity and harmony, and actually, it, it, will, it brings about, it will bring about, and it is bringing about the Antichrist, and horrible the an, the one world order that will last for seven years. And you know, we don't want to be around for that if we can, if God is so gracious as to remove us from that d- dreadful day. He says in Proverbs twenty four eleven, deliver those who are drawn toward death mm-hmm. and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. So basically- And don't say we didn't know about it. That's Don't say we didn't know about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. He says, um, if you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? So- in the midst of all this, mm-hmm. we are called as Rescuers. believers in Jesus yeah. Christ. We are on a solid foundation. Jesus Christ is the solid coming. He's our foundation. Obedience to his word is that solid foundation that we stand upon. Mm-hmm. At, we stand upon that as yeah. we're rescuing people mm-hmm. who have been uh, basically caught in the rubble of, of foundations that have been destroyed. Corrupted. Yes, and the thing is, too, we can either be totally dis- astonished, uh, discouraged, uh, in despair, uh, just you know, sitting there shocked mm-hmm. in this whole mess, or we can roll up our sleeves and get in and be faithful. And that's the thing. We, we you know, you and I are going to have to give an account of our lives and time to the Lord too. So be faithful in that which is little. Be faithful in the least. Be faithful in what God's called you to, even if it's just. Whatever it is, just do what your hand sees to do and do it joyfully. And don't try to fix everything because you're not called to fix everything. But do what's set before you, in front of you, whether it's to preach the gospel, give a smile, you know, to give someone a hand, uh, you know, encourage them, teach them the word of God, show them the way. That's be busy about our Father's business because He's coming back very soon. Yeah, and don't be dismayed. Mm-hmm. By it's like how how horrible things are. Paul, to, I mean, God told that to Jeremiah and in other prophets. Don't be dismayed. Don't just be basically. How can I say? Neutralized. That's not shut the word. down. Shut down. Don't be shut down. Uh, immobilized yeah. by the intimidation evil. <laughs> of evil all around us, because we our calling is still the same. Our calling is to follow Jesus Amen. Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, preach the gospel, cleanse the lepers, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, mm-hmm. preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and let's keep doing that. That that calling has not changed. Right. Mm-hmm. We're in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, but we're going forward bringing his love and truth and grace. And there will be people, thank God, there will be people yeah. that will respond and will come to know him. But but it's yeah. You know, and Jesus said, "I give by you by God's grace." Yep. Let's he says, go forward "I give in this. you power." He didn't give us. He didn't disempower. He says, "I give you power." Yes. I mean, he's, he got back the keys for us. He's restoring our authority to bind and loose. He says, "Whatever you bind is bound on, in, on earth and in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven." He says, "I you know I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you." These are God's promises. This is God's word. God does not lie. So it's nothing you even have to you know say. Well, is this going to be okay or not? Stand and having done all to stand. That's how we withstand in the evil days. Ephesians chapter six. So do not be discouraged and and wonder what's going to happen because God, if you read the last book, Revelation, you'll see what's going to happen. And those who are on God's side win. Do not be discouraged. Get up and go forward in Jesus' name. And you can start by 
every day, just giving your day to the Lord and saying, Lord, have mercy upon me. Thy will be done. What do you want me to do today? Lead me by your Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is inside of us. He'll, he has not left because everything is falling apart all around us. Well, thank you, Lord, for this time. You've called us to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen. And Lord, we're not going to just whine about how bad things are. You know, we're not just going to curse the darkness. We're going to be the light. The light you said you you said to us that we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. Help us to live that way. In the midst of all that's going on, we shine brighter and brighter. It seems like the darkness is getting darker, and but the lights must also be brighter. So mm-hmm. you, Amen. my brother, my sister, in Jesus Christ, let's shine. Let's just live for the Lord with all our hearts every day. Amen. And we want to feature from our Life Recovery website, liferecovery.com. We want to feature God on Trial, which is the audiobook, a 28-episode uh, dramatization of the war between God and Satan for the souls of men. Each episode is 30 minutes long, and they're about three bucks, I think, on a download. And it would be awesome as we begin to think about doing our little summer road trips, pick it up, take it along in the car, um, and you, or wherever, and you can, uh, you can enjoy your trip and do two things at one time, which is basically what I love to do. So again, God on trial, uh, and liferecovery.com. And by the way, we're going to be doing, uh, another workshop on Mar, uh, let's see, May, we're in May, almost May 5th. April, yeah. 6th, May 6th, May 6th, Saturday at, the, yeah. uh, Saturday, May 6th from, uh, 10 to 3 at Valiant Church, which is 9220 Bass Lake Road, New Hope, Minnesota. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.